And I'm Christina Conti Pineda. And we are sisters and matchmakers here at Matchmakers in the City. How's it going, Christina? Great, great. Good. Just got off the phone with Trending with Timory, with Timory on her radio yes. show on Relevant Radio. So I'm just enjoying life. That is so great. You guys talked a lot about date cleanses and something that we've actually talked about on the podcast before of like Chloe Car- Chloe Kardashian and her date cleanse, right? Right, right. Yeah, we what else did you guys talk about? We talked about how to move on from someone, how mm-hmm. to uh, also we were we delved a little bit more into the nitty-gritty of if how to know if he's just looking for at you as a hookup or as a potential oh, fiance. Something that we talk about quite frequently here. Yes, yes, at- but we we, I said a few things that I may not have ever mentioned on Ooh, these. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. so much content to consume. Yeah, so we will put that link at the below in the show notes. Yes. So if you want to listen to the full, the full talk with Timory, go I love for that. it. And for our listeners, um, little update, we are now a YouTube show as well, so feel free to watch us on YouTube at Dating in the City. Yes. Um, so you can just, you know, you can see the the beauty of my current, um, you were you were, ta- you were saying it was more of like <laughs> a, a Brazilian, Brazilian <laughs> it's a Brazilian top, so I am yes. here, I am here. It looks, she looks very Brazilian. I know, I really do. I didn't. And her no, hair, like I know that I'm very yeah, yes, and your belly, but you can't even Wait, tell that you're where you did a that belly. come from? Well, my outfit and your belly. Oh, okay. Which These are, are things for you to look at. Yeah. If you're just if you're one of our podcast listeners. Yeah, that are just visually very yes. apparent yes. and wonderful. Yes. Um, but let us hop right into our first segment. Mm-hmm. Um, our first segment is we couldn't help but wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex and the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2020, we're living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. Um... So this is season one, episode nine. I actually skipped episode eight because it was about threesomes, and I just didn't know that we were ones (laughs) that were going to um, contribute to that conversation. I just didn't know. It's just off-brand. Short answer. It's a little bit off-brand. No. Yeah, short answer is nah. You know. Um, But anyway, so this is season one, episode nine, and it's called The Turtle and the Hare. And Carrie couldn't help but wonder... In a city of great expectations, is it time to settle for what you can get? So, 
if you remember, and Christina, you actually reminded me, and we, you thought that another episode was about this before in a past episode. Yes. But this is about um, when they go to a wedding of one of their girlfriends who ends up settling for this kind of boring, wealthy guy, and they have this beautiful, fabulous wedding, and then, of course, the ladies are seated seated at the singles table. And I think, like, as you get more into your 30s, apparently, like, the singles table isn't quite as fun as it once was. (laughs) Um, Because the singles table now is so much fun. Um, But I think I'm maybe getting, I'm I'm getting to that point where the singles table is, I mean, I still like the singles table. But you haven't been there for a while, Yeah, I haven't been at the singles table. I haven't been seated at the singles table in a while. I guess Um, maybe, maybe... Yeah, no. Years ago. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, because I've I haven't had a steady love right, right. for like five years or anything. Right, but right. I've had a lot of boyfriends. <laughs> um, wonderful young men. Um, but yeah. So okay. So this one though is about when they were seated at the single table and they end up being seated next to this guy named Turtle. That well, the ladies label him Turtle, mm-hmm. and he's very wealthy, but his breath smells horribly (laughs) and he just dresses horrifically Mm. um and then that storyline I think is the most interesting one because Samantha ends up going on another date with this super cocky guy that I think she meets on the street and um she goes on a date with this guy and then um he makes a comment and he kind of is checking out another girl and then he Mm. she he like goes to the bathroom and then she was waiting at her table for him to come back and then she goes to find him and she sees that he's talking to that other woman <laughs> that at the bar because he had said something like I, I I see what I like and I get it or something like that so then Samantha of course Samantha was like really this is horrible and feeling bad and then all of a sudden she hears Turtle at this bar at this restaurant and he's like Samantha Samantha it's me and then it's, it's like oh hello um, hmm. and then they end up sitting together or he ends up bringing um, getting her dinner and she just tells him listen turtle your breath stinks and you need like I need to bring you shopping <laughs> so basically though it begs the question of in now modern times of 2020 um and is this still a thing is settling for what you can get still something that is happening I think that what we're talking about a little bit is physical attraction Mm -hmm. and I think that often men and women in when they're ready for to get into the dating world there are certain things that we all need to work on in order to present ourselves the best for Turtle, it was getting some breath mints and getting a much better wardrobe. Obviously, it's not the same thing for everyone, but you're not going into the dating world like you would go into a, Zoom, a work Zoom call when you have your pajama pants on. You don't have to care what your <laughs> breath smells like. It's just you need to present yourself in in a good way for your for when you're dating and that's why people are at different levels we work with 
our clients and our priority bachelorettes, some of them are probably the most fashionable people on the earth. So fashionable. But we still have our stylist work with them because Mm -hmm. she is able to show them what looks are most appealing for the opposite sex. And it's it's dressing in a classy way, but also dressing in a way of knowing, yes, I want to be appealing. I want to be irresistible to men. I want to be irresistible to women. Here's how. Yeah. And this is actually, I'm so glad I'm wearing this top because this is the perfect example of a man repelling top. Really? Yes. If you just like, it's just like, it's, it's like very, um, uh, it's very Hawaiian shirt type. I don't know. Like, I don't know, but if I were to wear jeans. this, I am wearing. If tight you were wearing, wearing tight, high baggy pants, yeah, yeah, then that's it would true. be terrible. I know, but I feel like I, I'm, I, I can just kind of imagine, like, it, you know, the. It's just, it's, it's a. It's a look, but I feel like there are exactly like what you're saying. There are certain things that we I love because they're in fashion, and but they are they are like the classic man repellers, like a flouncy blouse and all of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that definitely as we get older and as you get older in your dating life, Mm -hmm. um, listener or viewer, um, I think that it's really important to prioritize, um, take an assessment of what you're prioritizing when you're dating. Yeah. Um, I think that physical attraction, although important, is not as important as other really huge vital qualities and that is where she disagrees with (laughs) with you no well I guess I I, with like a majority of the population maybe mm, yes and actually we just had a contributing writer create a piece called is physical attraction essential for marriage yeah and this is by Christina Pineda who's not me Christina Pineda Christina Pineda, my sister-in-law. We, we were keep having, it in the family, guys. Yes, we do. And she. Really this do. is a brilliant article where yeah. she talks about how oftentimes people will prioritize other things over physical attraction and then realize that when they're married, there isn't that draw to the person. So I think, Alessandra, I just want to qualify what you're saying with... An, an attraction is important for you, you need, need to, to be, be drawn be to the person attracted right, right to the person right but what i'm talking about is that i think that he, on here's the thing for women and maybe it is just me and maybe it's just other women who think like me but for some women i and i'll give you a perfect example mm-hmm. of this I, when I was in college, there was this guy who I remember I met, I met in the beginning of, it was freshman year, and I I remember looking at him and just kind of being like, oh my god, like, I didn't even think twice about him, because I just wasn't, I was like, this is, I have a type, okay, like, you know, look at who I'm with right now, that's my type, but again, but then, but who I'm with right now, it, it was a cherry on top that he happened to be 
six foot blah dark hair very attractive that was the cherry on top for me for me it's career for me it's values for me it's wanting the same things wanting marriage wanting children religious preferences or like being this in the same place in the in a or like faith whatever but okay so back to my back to my college Mm. story I remember I saw this guy and I I just distinctly being like not at all like I was like all right friend total friend like not attracted at all but then as I got to know him my attraction level was like off the charts it became off the charts and a few things contributed to that one he was foreign so for me coming from kind of like a small smaller town I was like so just anything related to travel anything related to worldliness I was just enthralled by and he had this like elegance about him Mm. not elegance he had this like this kind of it was just he was like this class element about him that it, the, the, classy that this classy oh this classy it was really classy <laughs> well you don't mean like, by social status no it wasn't social was a, status right, but, right but also he right. was smart and was so cultured to me then elegant yes. absolutely like mm-hmm. to me I remember being like oh my gosh and then it totally flipped for me right and I then was like wow he is hot. I also mm-hmm. went to a university where <laughs> it was, um, we used to call it the AU goggles because I went to American University. And I think a lot of universities are like this that don't have like really good sports teams. Um, because at American, we didn't even have a football team, a football, a football squad. I was about to say, mm-hmm. we didn't even have a football team. Um, so, and so like we had the wrestling team which they were hot um and obviously I enjoyed their physical presence in my life um but that was about it it was like the wrestling team um but so the so the girls then it it was called AU goggles because we were so desensitized to like unattractive guys it's so the level of hotness like my scale went so down so then so the bar was really low which has though helped me so much in my life now because I like I said for me it's physical is a cherry on top and I'm not gonna lie if a guy is attractive physically it's wonderful you know it's really great but I think it's so important for women and for men but I'm speaking on women right right now on my experience and the women that I try to coach um I think it's so important to really see that as that's like if you want the hottest guy in the world Amazing. You can get the hottest guy in the world, but you also have to know that there's give and take. You can't have the hottest guy in the world and also have somebody who casually has a phenomenal career. Or, like, you just, you can't, for you to get it all, it's, this is so depressing to say. No, but the person who they... If you start, it to will sleep. grow. It right, will grow. Exactly. It can grow. And that's why, in my opinion, she's. But not to, to say that any men that I've been with have not been physically attractive, because I have been genuinely 
physically attracted right. to and all the guys right. but that I've ever been with. I think that's a very important nuance when you're reading the article, that the beautiful article, yeah. article that Christina wrote, because it shows... Which I still need to edit. Oh, because Lord yes, knows I'm not just posting that thing. Yeah, you Sorry, do, actually. See. I've already done about 10 just look-throughs just to make sure everything is grammatically <laughs> in line. Yeah. But you do need the final eye on that baby yeah. before we post it. Yeah. <laughs> However, I think... Yes, physical attraction. We her thesis is, and you'll you'll see the reasons behind it is very important when choosing a spouse. But it's important to start learning to see with the eyes of the heart, like Alessandra did Absolutely. when she was in college, so that you can instead of judging people straight off the bat like a Tinder swipe on if hot or not. That's not what it's about because, yeah. as you know, I'm sure you've experienced spending time with someone and thinking, oh, wow, yeah, I would never, that would normally, I would never go for that person. Then you spend time with them and wow. Yes. Whoa, the chemistry, whatever, whatever that is, I'm just starting to feel things. This is why it's so amazing to work with a matchmaker and like not an ad, but like, again, we sponsor this, so we're <laughs> going to do an ad. But this is why yeah. it's so awesome to work with a matchmaker because I tell women this all the time that when we're setting them up with someone, this is a man that we have interviewed, background check, social media check, sex offender search, but we've experienced him. So like a guy, yeah, you can look at a guy's photos and be like, oh my God, not my type at all. But a man's presence, that is attractive. Like when a man has that masculine vibe about him, that he's this take charge, just, you know, just that that sense of masculinity. Oh, yeah. And like he's on it. He's on top of, Absolutely. The, of, top of things. And it doesn't matter if he's chubby. It doesn't matter if he's tiny. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if he's bald or if he's balding. Like it's that, it's his attitude and it's his presence. Yeah. So... That for me, that's what I try to express to the women right. that I'm and date coaching. Fine. And it's fine if someone. This is for both men and women. If you want to be with someone who's athletic, fit in in shape, yeah, that's, that's your preference. You tell us that. That's yeah, we yeah. Got no, it. Uh, listen. But she doesn't mean any when she's clients. That, I'm also right, yeah. listen. I'm yeah. talking to you guys as people who are listening to the podcast and wanting to learn and grow. Right, and like, right. I'm not saying that I don't want my clients to learn and grow, but I am, I do understand when they're coming to a matchmaker, they don't want to be, <laughs> you know, they want to be physically attracted as well. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. But for me, I kind of scream inside sometimes because I'm like, I wish you would have given this person a chance right. or like, I know you would, I know I could never set you up with this person because you would never give them a chance because of the way that they look. That's what I scream inside of. And I think it's even something that I'm working through of being like, okay, I'm, you know, I, does that make sense? Yeah, I think I think understood. I'm I think I'm digging we'll myself put, in a hole. Yeah, you are. I am. <laughs> Sometimes I am. you do, but that's okay. I know. My they love you anyway. <laughs> they maybe love you because of that. We will be posting. I'm the, only human. <laughs> we'll be posting the article that Christina wrote. Yeah. The is we do say, however. Unless you're repulsed, 
go on a second date. That's our biggest philosophy. It's like, if you're not repulsed, go on a second date. But it's funny because I kind of was a little bit repulsed at my freshman year guy that I ended up being head over heels for. Mm. So it's almost like maybe repulsion was close, was like there's a thin line between repulsion and like like lust. I don't know. It's a theory. Oh, gosh. It's a theory. And if anybody is to test that theory, it's your girl. (laughs) I'm I'm happy. It didn't work out. It didn't didn't work work out. out. Thank God. That maybe shows that repulsion is a good sign. Yeah, maybe like that's your instinct. Yeah, maybe that's allowing your instinct to fly. But yeah, we'll put the the article down once I've edited it, though. So stay tuned and keep checking back. Um... But yeah, and and also just kind of answering the question of settling. Yes, um, yes, yes. That's why there, as we said, there needs to be. We believe there needs to be a certain level of attraction and and physicality mm-hmm. with the person. If there's nothing there, and you're forcing yourself to be with that person because they have a lot of money or because she fits what you think your future wife should look like. There's something wrong there, and that is settling. Yeah, I think that the notion of settling is still very prevalent. I think especially with the whole quarantine situation Mm -hmm. and, like, people just kind of freaking out and being like, okay, well, you're there, and I don't want to be alone. Let me just... But I also think that settling has almost become this really... um, Just this really bad word and bad idea when in actuality and like people are so afraid of settling Mm. that they don't even give somebody a chance right and that's so like the pendulum has swung yeah maybe yeah from from sex in the city that episode people started thinking oh settling no i never want to do that and then it swung in the opposite direction yeah now we're here of i won't even give someone a second date because i don't want to waste anyone's time which is the Terrible. Terrible. Don't ever say that. We hear it. No, and we hear that a lot. All the time. Yeah, you don't want to waste the person's time, but you don't even know the person. You do not know them after one date. You do not know them. You're not settling because you didn't get along with that or you didn't have fireworks on the first date. Right. Maybe they just seem acted a little different than who you thought you would be with. Mm -hmm. Please, if that man's pursuing you, give him a chance absolutely and if that woman if you're still a little unsure just go out again you're only you need giving somebody a chance is not settling or wasting their time it is none of the above giving somebody a chance Mm -hmm. settling yes okay very totally different different very different society seems to have them confused yes they do so we are Mm -hmm. happy to spread them apart yes where they need to be and i think that's moving on perfectly um in our next segment stars they're just like us um, in this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so um, now that the world is kind of bustling again, um, Bachelorette star Becca Kerf- uh oh gosh, Kerfrin. So Becca, do you remember Becca, the Bachelorette? She I was never Bachelorette watched a few seasons ago. Season. Okay, anyways. <laughs> um, is trying to work through a disagreement with her fiance Garrett you're so Garrett won the season after his quote-unquote tone-deaf support of law enforcement and police brutality protests (laughs) um so like she was put under 
fire for like just trying to kind of understand where he was coming from because he put out these tweets that were very much um, like pro police and against police brutality. So without dabbling in the in politics again, because we already did last week and I think that we did a perfect job about it um, in real life. It is it okay to have differing opinions on the current landscape as your significant other? Mm-hmm. So is it okay to think differently about the current situation than your significant other? What do you think, Alessandra, about that? I think that it is so okay mm-hmm. because this is what's okay to have a different opinion, to express it in a logical and understanding and non-judgmental way. What I don't think is okay is to have differing opinions and then to express those in a caustic, crazy, highly emotional charged way, which is right now. This is what's what's happening with Mm -hmm. everybody in the world. It is at level a million, everybody's mm-hmm. so emotionally charged. I think differing opinions, that is a beautiful thing to have different opinions. Obviously, if your significant other is like super racist or like discriminatory, not good. Um, just generally. Or just or, totally for anarchy. Yeah, or just a total <laughs> on the other side. Like it's so if it's so so like those huge like Pendulum, back to the pendulum. Exactly. If it's on far, far, far on either, uh, maybe, maybe not, not the best thing for you. If you're somebody who's a bit more grounded, um, <laughs> but I think that it's all about the way that you disagree. Yes, a relationship, um, a solid, successful relationship depends on. It's true. Communication. The way, the that way you, you communicate. communicate. The way that you disagree is the way that your relationship is is go- going to be a predictor of if this is going to be a long-lasting, successful, healthy relationship. Right. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, Christina? and that's actually when you do any pre-marriage work mm-hmm. in the – I did Dana and I did an engagement encounter, and they mm-hmm. actually give you a – they give us a little magnet with oh. conflict resolution. I've and seen that. The steps of conflict resolution because yeah. – there's always going to be things that in your marriage or in your relationship you might not completely agree about or little things come up. And these are, it's important to go through the steps together to be able to express your yourself to the other person in a loving and caring way. What are the steps, Christina? I don't know. Ah! <laughs> Actually, I do. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I just want to say this one last thing. Okay. Of... And coming at it in a loving and understanding way rather than in a judgmental and name-calling way. Mm -hmm. So if you label someone immediately, even if it's, even if you're saying, oh, you're a racist or oh, you're this. Oh, you're a pigeon. Right. Oh, Oh, you're you're a a sheep. Like, there are a lot of different things that people will call, name call. And I look at those Facebook comments. Right. You just read and read anybody and all these, you know, bickering Facebook comments. That's why Facebook is the worst place to disagree with someone. Oh my gosh, it's the worst place. So, definitely don't do that with your significant other. But name calling just shuts down. That's one of the things to avoid. I, I, 
I don't have them all listed in my mind, but na- but not name calling is one of the steps for Christina. Maybe resolution. next time we can go into conflict resolution. Okay. Maybe you can give us those steps because I also remember seeing them on your refrigerator and they were wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Little so teaser. we'll take a look. That's we give a little teaser, teaser for right next now. Time. Exactly. One of them involves bit. holding hands, I believe. Oh yeah, like <laughs> holding hands for ten seconds or something. Or, or holding oh, hands throughout when you're, the yeah throughout the conversation holding hands that is very helpful especially for somebody who if your love language is physical touch that's true like me that is true <laughs> Christina definitely is not physical it touch isn't. what is your love oh, language Christina that's so funny wait what is your love you are that's like the opposite of your love language that's like your hate language is physical touch <laughs> she has the belly and it's like I can't touch it you won't let me that. touch be- Austin. No, it's just a you know how I you am. Let me touch Bailey. Wait, what is your what are your love languages, Christina? I've never asked you. I think it's quality time and acts of service. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wait, is that how you receive or how you give? Both, I think. Quality time and acts of service. So let's so maybe I'm love not languages. Sure. I'm the not five sure. love languages are quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation physical touch and gift giving those are the five love language and yours are yours is acts of service and quality time wow we're so different yeah mine is number one physical touch like oh my gosh I when I took the test that's what it told me I was and then number two is words of affirmation and I'm pretty sure that they're both like even Mm -hmm. but I definitely think like physical for me physical touch in giving and receiving in a romantic relationship is number one for me and even with I'm like a touchy person Oh gosh! Actually, I'm not really not with you. COVID's worst nightmare. Don't worry. Well, I, I guess that can be yeah. a COVID classic this week. The what? the oh five love five languages. Now on to sisterly, sisterly advice, advice. Mansers edition. Do you want to read this one? Yes. Every week we answer our listeners' burning question, and every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. This is a question from one of our listeners. Thanks for the DM, honey bunch. At matchmaker Alessandra Conti. I've been going on a bunch of app dates, and I keep asking them to go out on on second dates but I keep getting women saying that they just want to be friends or that they don't feel that romantic spark with me how can I build more attraction from a woman's perspective from a woman woman's perspective so that I can get a second date okay this is a great question that a lot of really great men deal with because I always I've actually written an article saying that rejection is your best friend Men usually have to go through tons of rejection, of rejection in your life, and mm-hmm. it is completely normal. Mm-hmm. But because you're generally the one doing the pursuing, you're going to, f- to find that you're, you might get the door slammed in your face a lot of times oh. before you'll get that door opened. You're getting beat down. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And women have yeah. to deal with rejection, too. It's not just 
men, but it's just, I think, a lot more frequent when you're the one who's putting yourself out there constantly getting, asking, and having to then, because, like, the guy then has to do that second date, like, he has to ask for the second date, like, if he has any worth of, you know, he's going to be the one to be like, hey, I had so much fun last night, do you want to do something, like, are you available on Friday night to do something, so, and then they're like, oh, thank you so much, I just don't really feel that chemistry with you, or they'll just ghost him, um, which is really wrong, ladies, stop doing that, yes, ladies, nope, Stop doing that. No, no. no. Um, so what are your suggestions, Christina? Um, can you give guys a few tips on just how to be, like, how to get that second date? How to really... Sure. And I think part of it comes into how you're presenting yourself, like we discussed yes. a little bit before. Yes. yes, So if you're like Turtle, that man Turtle who we described before on the Sex and the City ep- episode recap, um, go through. Yeah. And you don't really care about what you wear at all. That's something to definitely do a deep dive in for yourself. Work with a stylist. Work with us who can set you up with our amazing stylist who knows exactly the looks. Because not any stylist is going to be able to choose looks that put you in the best light. Yeah, we've been been through through a lot of stylists. (laughs) Right. Even in LA. Yeah, even even in LA. Even if they're like like Drake stylists, it doesn't mean that they can like style a guy to to enhance his attraction and put his best foot forward on a date. So definitely if you're in LA, New York, San Fran, DC, this is a time that you should definitely reach out to us because we can set you up with an amazing stylist. Because it's so exactly. true. Like, women, yeah, th- people always say, oh, men are visual creatures. Women, women as too. well are right. visual creatures. Mm-hmm. And even a guy, like, if you have a fitted pant and a fitted shirt and, a, you know, mm-hmm. just a few fit, a few key piece items, it will great. bring your look from just, like, Joe Schmo, random dude that she met on an app to like wow this guy is you know well traveled he seemed cult- he seems cultured like right. I want to get to know him more and it's just mm-hmm. but it's nothing you're saying it's a physical it's, it's just something it's a look mm-hmm. and you don't have to be you don't have to be like a perfect body for this no. at all no no so definitely physical is what the women see first right and then it's behavioral as well yes so Let's go into that a little bit Alessandra the sexiest thing on a date for a woman is a man with a plan okay so from that very beginning of the time that you are talking to that woman I want you to be that man who has a plan don't say I don't know where do you want to go I don't know (laughs) like when you start talking to her know where you want to go and know, find out, okay, awesome, what area of town do you live in? Pick a place that's easy for her, and then pick a lovely location. Exactly. Location and ambiance are your either best friend or your worst enemy, okay? Mm. Ambiance on a date is so important because it puts you in such in such a dramatic light. I remember even for myself, I've been out with men who were like, meh, but we went to fabulous locations and I then 
in my brain correlated this dude with this location. It was fabulous. It was amazing. It made, it just enhanced him so much. And if I would have met that guy at some dive bar, I would have never, I would have not given him a second date. Okay. So ambiance and location and think of it with a woman's eye in mind and think of it with the woman that you're about to meet her eye in mind as well. So if it's an elegant woman, she maybe has a lot of dresses in her photos. She's clearly like takes like takes care of herself. You're going to want to pick a more upscale location as opposed to a dive bar or like a beer brewery or something right. like that. Yes, I know you want a girl that can hang that's not just in it for your money or for, you know, the or for the life or whatever, but our goal if you're not getting second dates, you got to change things up right. because you're where you're bringing them, what you're wearing, it's not working. Right. Okay? And you're going to romance her with these elements. So you're going to put a little bit of romance into your life. Maybe you haven't thought about what romance is before. And this is a great time to start thinking about it. And just now in terms of behavioral, this is the last tip we'll give. We have so many more, obviously, if you want to work with us to to really hone this, of course, just let us know we're here for you. And in terms of, I guess, that romance quality that I'm mentioning, is you want to be fascinated by her. You want to listen and just take her in, do the spotlighting body language that we've mentioned before of putting your focus on her, not looking around at other women, and being just being that person who's also an interesting person too. Think about what you have to bring to the table. Have you read anything recently? Have you watched anything recently? Have you done anything interesting? You want to be a fascinating person to be around. So you want to be fascinated by her, A, and then fascinating yourself so that she, and you're not, you don't want to be bragging, but you want to be able to give her little travel tips here and there. But and be engaged and exciting without overpowering her or overwhelming her and making her feel like, oh gosh, this guy wants a relationship so badly. You don't want her to get in that way. You want her to just feel like, wow, she's a special person. You're spending your time with her. Yeah, you'd love to see her again, but you're okay if she says no. And you're not, with your additional communication, you want to play it cool, cool. not play it needy. That's important with how you're acting on the date, with just enjoying it and taking it. You might not ever see her again. Who cares? Enjoy that moment. Enjoy that moment. Be in the moment. Pretend like you're on vacation. vacation. Work switch off, vacation mode on. Mm -hmm. Be enthralled. Be present with her. Give her the spotlight. Don't talk as much. Right. Ask questions. Ask interesting questions. Yes. Active listening skills are vital. Do not tell her, oh, let me just, let me get this in. No, listen to what she has to say. That is the, the, I mean, there's so much more we could go into, but that is the recipe of a sensual man. Oh, yeah. Of I a mean, sensual, anyone, any woman. Any woman would want to go on a date. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, what anything it does, else. nothing matters. Anyone it's, would want to go on a date with that person. How could you not? And if you don't, you just you just have to know. I'm so yeah. happy. I'm so yeah. proud of this Thank bachelor. Thank you. That for was so sweet. being open about this, but also. And he's adorable, too. The guy, he, the, 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 the the man's adorable. Exactly. adorable. Exactly. But yeah. I like I love that he's putting himself out there yeah. and consistently awesome. asking. Yeah. Even if he it, he wasn't sure if it was an amazing date, 
you have to keep asking. I get then, knocked down, but I get up again. You never and the, keep the, the me more down. you ask, the more you may get rejected, but the closer you are to the future, your future woman. Absolutely. And the better, you, more you can practice. Yes. What we just talked about. P makes P. Practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. You guys, thank you so much for catching up with us today. We have one final segment. Um, Netflix and quarantine, our Conti COVID classics. Classics. Christina, what is your suggestion? Yes, so the first one I was going to say, I was just on trending with Timory. We'll be putting that link. I highly recommend that you listen to that episode because you'll learn a lot from it, and I think you'll really enjoy it. We we had a lot of laughs in that one, and we talked about some funny uh, Zoom virtual date experience. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so please, that's a great thing. Relevant Radio is, mm-hmm. is always wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then if you read my article about Brideshead Revisited, it was called 12 Ways to Upgrade Your Love Life During Times of Crisis. It talks about Brideshead Revisited, the book that I've mentioned before as one of my COVID classics. I highly recommend doing a book club with Joseph Pierce. He is in just probably one of my favorite authors of all time. He's written incredible biographies and is is just a pillar for for great writing. And he's doing a book club on Brideshead Revisited that begins in July. That is what I would recommend for my COVID classics. We will put the link on how to sign up for that in the below in the show notes. Yay. Mm-hmm. And my COVID classic is meet the Fockers. <laughs> and the love languages. <laughs> I mean, five love languages, but I haven't read that recently, so I'm not going to fake it and pretend like I did. But um, I'm really passionate about the Meet the Parents and the Meet the Fockers trilogy. Um, I duo. No, do it, but there's duo. a trilogy because there's one more. Oh, really? Yeah, I, we've it been watching out? it. Um, no, Yeah, it's, it's out. It's, it's out. out. Yeah, I, I meet the, I think one. it's like, I don't know, it's something else. But honestly, <laughs> I haven't seen those in forever I and I am like a receipt for I know that. you did I know I got it it was date night it was like one of, it was like a second half of a date night but it was so cute. So, like, you guys, I'm all about the net, uh, the 2000s nostalgia. We all need that right now, especially during these wild times. But anyway, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Um, you can always feel free to DM us really anywhere we have at Matchmakers in the City, which is, like, our matchmaking firm um, where we are matchmakers at along with um, a few other amazing matchmakers. Um, We also have um, Dating in the City Show, which is on Instagram. And then um, we have matchmaker Alessandra Conti and then matchmaker Christina Conti. So if you guys have any questions, if you want us to answer them, um, I have kind of a backlog right now because I have one other question that I need to answer for next week. But always feel free to DM and we're happy to answer. Okay, you guys, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com. 